Okay, welcome to the Spirit of Prophecy Church. Yes, welcome. And let me explain to you, we're going to be doing something different this morning. Frankly, we think that we need to be reaching a whole lot more people, just to put it lightly. And uh, the way to do that is through prayer. It all starts there. So as we've done the 48 hours of fasting and prayer for our nation, this morning we're going to do 45 minutes prayer for specifically this Spirit of Prophecy Church. Not just the church at large out there, but specifically this Spirit of Prophecy Church that it may grow. <clears throat> now, what we're doing is we're going to have open microphone. You can pray up to five minutes, and we're going to just limit or just limit it. I started to say limit. No, limit it to just this Spirit of Prophecy Church right here in Plano, Texas. But before we do that, let's pray. <clears throat> Lord, this morning we say great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, or glorify thy name, for thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest. And Lord, we know that you came to set the captives free, and your blood on the cross, the finished work, is what set the church free. Lord, there are so many people across this roughly 4 million people in the DFW area, as well as those people online that need to be hearing the messages that you're bringing through this church. So many people are in their bed. So many are watching TV or out playing golf or other things other than putting you first. And so, Lord, we ask you to give us the words to say, and you would hear those words, you would answer those words, and you would help this church reach more people. Help us to reach more people. Show us what we need to do and show us what the congregation members need to do. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. <clears throat> so I'll start. And I, I would like to, um, for all of us to be prepared this morning, so by putting on our full armor of God, oh, just in case someone has not done that before. Done that, uh, so let's pray. Let's just repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I put on my full armor of God. Put on my full armor of God. The helmet of salvation. The righteous breastplate. The girdle of truth. And the shield of faith. I have the sword of the Spirit. My gospel feet are prepared. I'm standing on your word, the word of God. I ask, Lord of hosts, to place your ministering and guardian and protecting angels all around me, my family, our finances, this church, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> we thank you, Lord God, that, that we will remove ourselves from temptation of the devil and that you will hear our prayers. We thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Now, all of you are ready for battle to pray for Spirit of Prophecy Church. Amen? You've got your armor on. Amen. All right, I'll let you in. Where start? You're there. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much. I thank you for the Spirit of Prophecy Church. We give you honor and glory for it in Jesus' name. We thank you. We thank you for it. We cannot say thank you enough. Lord, you have trained and equipped so many people through this avenue of the Spirit of Prophecy Church. And we desire in the name of Jesus that more will come in for training and equipping to do the work of the ministry.
Lord, continue to bring in the fivefold ministers here, as well as lost souls here to this place, that we can train them up and equip them to be able to do the work of the ministry out in the field. Lord, it's time for the harvest for lost souls to come in. So we ask in the name of Jesus that you just pull them in. Let this be a beacon of light right here, this church, a beacon of light where people will be drawn by the Holy Spirit to come in. Let it not be said that we don't know how to get there. God and direct them, Holy Spirit, how to find us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for it. We ask in the name of Jesus, again, that you'll just make it glow. Just make it by your Holy Spirit, just glowing. It's going to be drawing them into the spirit of truth. Lord, we want to continue to speak the spirit of truth. Help everyone that stands behind the microphone whenever they bring a message to bring the spirit of truth and not error. We despise error, Lord. We want to speak only your truth. So, Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus, all of those that are watching online, you are welcome to join in prayer. Pray for the Spirit of Prophecy Church. We thank you for it. We thank you that you're going to be doing that. We ask that you send us an email, but we'll read it next week. Uh, if you'll just send me an email by 10 o'clock Saturday p.m., uh, that's your prayer request. We will read it off uh, here at the church next Sunday. So contact at Spirit of Prophecy Church and do that. If those of you that are watching online, if you have a prayer that you want to just put in the comments so that someone can read them this morning, we just ask that you do that too. We want to have you join us and become a member if you're not already a member of the Spirit of Prophecy Church. There's a membership form on the, the, the live stream on the YouTube so that you can join us in and be part, be a part of it whether you're here physically or not. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus, I'll just start off before I have Danny come up here. I ask in the name of Jesus that you forgive us. Forgive us for not being on our knees longer. Forgive us for not seeking you. Forgive us for not interceding for this church, not only this church body, but for this church. Lord, you have opened up opportunities for others to finance this so we can get moved to a new location. But, Lord, I believe in the, that we did not pray hard enough. We did not pray in unity hard enough and believe hard enough and have we had doubt. So, Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that you forgive us for having that doubt. And I ask that you bring the financiers to us. Bring them in just supernaturally so that we can have that new location. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Danny. Oh, excuse me. Pastor Stan. Heavenly Father, it is our heart to reach as many people as possible. And out of the four million people here in the DFW area, we know that your spirit is what calls them in. No one can call Jesus Lord, but that the Holy Spirit calls them. So Holy Spirit, we ask you to go out, knock on the hearts of the people, near as well as far, to come in. People that <clears throat> should be added, people that will be, be a a blessing to you, and this congregation will be a blessing to them. People that will hear and receive and also be willing to stand with this church to build what we're trying to build for you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, Heavenly Father, okay. I come in prayer. I first come and we acknowledge you as a church that you are sovereign. We acknowledge as a church, both those who are here and those that might be watching online, that you are in control of all that exists, of all that happens. And you control the destiny of this church. It is through your power and your glory that we accomplish the things that we do. 
And I come and pray first that you would guide the leadership of this church, that you would give direction, that you would show Pastor Stan, Prophet Leslie, the direction you want this church to go. Just as Christ is the head of the church, Pastor Stan is head of this church. And so lead and guide him so he will make decisions that are reflective of what you want this church to do, of the direction you want this church to go, and that you would give to Prophet Leslie the correction that from time to time every church needs. It's not always fun to hear, oh God. But that's this part, uh, the job of a prophet. And Lord, I pray you will also give direction to the individual members. Each one has a part. In the scriptures, you say that there's not just a foot, and you know the, the foot shouldn't be saying, "I don't have need of the ear." Everyone has a place. Everyone has a part. And help us as individuals and as corporately that we would find what that place is. You, oh God, you have perfect, total, complete knowledge. You know what we can do. You know our shortcomings are, are in our strengths. So help the people find out what their strengths are and then turn around and use the strengths so that this church will grow, that this church will prosper, that this church will add members, not just to the church, but in adding members to the church, we add members to your kingdom. Pray these things in the name of your son, Jesus. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Spirit of Prophecy Church. I thank you for the people you've brought here, Lord. I thank you for the resources. You are Jehovah Jireh, the provider. And we look to you right now, Father, to provide. And we thank you, Father. We want to be your hands and feet. We want to be your mouth. Lord, we want to be obedient. We don't want to have sacrifice. We want to be obedient first, Lord, to you for your kingdom work, God. And we thank you for it, God. It's a great honor. Father, I, I speak right now and ask you in the name of Jesus to remove the blocks. Remove the blocks that are preventing people from coming here, God, in their lives. Father, remove those blocks. We ask you to send mighty angels. We ask you to send Holy Spirit. We ask you to send the resources, Father, to make the way for them to come, Lord. We ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to remove the blocks that are preventing the growth. Father, to let it flow freely, Lord, those blocks to be removed, to provide the resources, Lord, to light the fire of the Holy Spirit in each one of us to grow this church, God, to spread your word, to serve you with all our hearts, Lord, without fear, without doubt, Lord. Father, to grow this into the missions, Lord, that are developing now, that no roadblocks will prevent it, God. We speak to that now in the name of Jesus. We remove those roadblocks now in the name of Jesus Christ, that we will reach, those outreaches will go forth. They will go forth in the name of Jesus. They will grow in the name of Jesus. Father, we will touch hearts and lives for your name in the name of Jesus, God, to do your kingdom work for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this day in the precious name of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And first of all, I want to say thank you, my Lord. Thank you for bringing me here to this church over eight years ago. 
It's been a blessing, such an honor and a blessing to be here. And the things that I've learned, you have truly opened doors for me. And I pray this day, my Lord, that you open doors for this church, that it will grow, it will expand, and open doors for others that they will see and hear and know the truth that is in your word, that is taught here, my Lord. There are so many churches out here right now that do not speak the truth, but this is one church that does. I ask you to move against all the powers and all the darkness that is blocking this internet and blocking this church from spreading. Remove all censorship. Remove all censorship that stands in the way of your gospel and your word this day, my Lord. And I pray for the growth of the spirit of prophecy, church. I pray for the finances and for the blessings that we need. But most of all, I pray for the blessing that your word get out and reach not just thousands, not just 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, hundreds of thousands of people across this nation and around the world, my Lord. That I ask you to call the Holy Spirit in upon them, that they will draw in closer. They will support this church. They will draw near. They will learn to be prophets. They will learn to be evangelists. They will learn to be healers, prayer warriors, <clears throat> deliverance ministers, and if nothing else, just laborers in the church to support your work and do your will. And I humbly pray this this day, my Heavenly Father, that you guide us and guide this church in its growth. For it is truly a blessing, and I ask that you spread this blessing throughout the world because it would not be the church it is today if it wasn't for you. And if it didn't have your blessings upon this church, the things that happen here wouldn't be happening. And I just thank you, my Lord, with all my heart, and I pray for the growth and continued blessing and for the salvation of those thousands of people out there that are listening. And I pray that they spread the word too, my Lord, that they will draw others in. I ask that you, anybody that's watching on the Internet this morning, that this broadcast show up on the Internet. They will be drawn to it. They will be bound to it. They will want to learn. They will want to find out. They will search and seek you. And they use this church as a vessel to do so, to save thousands and thousands of lives across this nation and bring salvation. Bring salvation, my Lord. That's what we're here for. We're here to preach the gospel, share the truth, and win, win lives for you, my Lord Jesus. And I thank you, my Lord. In Jesus Christ's precious name we pray. Amen. Praise you, Lord. I want to praise you, Lord. Because without you, there's nothing. There's nothing. So, Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus Christ. His finished work at the cross. It's already finished. We don't need to be feared for anything. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are gathered here, Lord. First of all, you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. All the things you did before, you still want to do. You're still doing it. But we want that to happen right here. Right here in this church and body of Christ right here, Lord. First of all, I come and we repent. Re repent for the things we did, we said. We, Lord, we didn't come before you. And our own mind and our own wisdom, Lord, not going by to your word and your will, Lord. So we repent from the from the pastor Stan, Leslie, me, Lou, and everybody else, Lord. We repent before you because you know our heart, Lord. And I ask you right now to search our heart, deep things in our, us. You already know what it is. If there's anything in there, Lord, is selfish, if there's anything in there is not pleasing in your sight, I ask you to speak to us individually if that's what you want to do or corporately Lord and we don't want anything hindering you move 
So I thank you, Lord. We're asking that. We are asking. It's okay, Lord. It's okay that you can reveal. Because we don't know until you reveal to us. Set things straight, Lord, in here, if there's anything. Then also now I'm asking you, Father God, throughout your Bible, your word came forward with the power, with demonstration of the Holy Spirit. And we need to have that here. We need to have that here. And I thank you, Lord, you've been doing that so. But we, I ask you to do more. There is fullness. There is fullness in your glory. There is fullness in your power and might, Lord. Lord, I don't know how to say uh, things to enticing to people's ear, Lord. But I want to say through the your word and the might, power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, through the limitation, I can say I can't, Lord. But I want to that power, that glory, that might to come forward, to, 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 to conform to your word, Lord. And I ask that to be done here, Lord, in daily, 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 Lord. Because we can come up with the PowerPoint. We can come up with a lot of things, Lord. But if you don't show up, it doesn't matter. Because the power and might through the Holy Spirit changes people. Like when you showed up with my life, that's what changed me. A lot of people talked to me about it. They told me about the Bible verse. They told me about the cross. They told me about the blood. They told me about the resurrection, but that did not change me. Tell you showed up. Tell you showed up. Conform you were in this place. It starts right here, right now, Lord. I release it right now in Jesus' name. You say, ask. You don't have because you didn't ask. We lay down our life for you if that's what you want us to do. Because I know you were able us to do. We can speak about a lot of things in here, Lord. Until you, you ignite fire. Right here. With individually and corporately. The things you moved before, Lord, through the us, we don't want to talk about past fire. We want to talk about the fire right now. And then we'll go till you take us home. So we ask Holy Spirit to touch every one of us. And you say, you told me this church has planned you have a plan for us and you have a plan for individually they are all part of your in time building kingdom and i ask when is that lord how long is that going to be we want to be on fire for you we want to have that desire and hung hunger for you that lukewarm needs to stop right now for, begin with me right now so I ask the power of the Holy Spirit to come and ignite your fire. Ignite your fire. That tongues of a fire laid on the apostles needs to be on us, Lord. So we lay everything down so we can move forward. And we cannot do that unless I ask. Unless we ask, so we're asking now to that to be released individually and corporately. 
And, and let us do our part. With your confirmation, with your signs and wonder, with your presence. So when we speak, you show up, Lord, because we speak you. We speak about the Jesus. We speak about the blood. The resurrection is finished. It's finished. It's not just the word. It's done in the spirit. So we want that to be right here. Put your fire right here. Right here, Lord. Right here at the church. Right here at home in our life. So you will conform. That's what I want, Lord, for this church. This is what I want for me. And this is what I want for everybody. Pastor Stan can raise the dead. Leslie can heal the leper. I can open eyes through you. And look and raise a lane. And every uh, one of us here can do all that because you say so. You went the depth of the hell and got the key. And you give that to us. So we have a key. So which door should we going to open? Your door. So I ask because I know through our prayer, you did move the things in the heavenly. I saw that, Lord. So this prayer right here is begin to move things in the spirit. And you know exactly which area we need to target it. So I'm targeting straight through the throne room. With the finished work at the cross. With that resurrection power of the Holy Spirit. Ignited here now in Jesus' name. And I declare that. I decree that. I have a power in my tongue. I speak life to this church and every one of us. And that kingdom happens right here. And I thank you, Lord. You heard my prayer. I don't know about anybody else. If you don't believe it, you better believe it now. Because what we play, pray, it happens. And a lot of us, we pray, but we don't believe what we're praying. So I remove that lie right now and that deception right now in Jesus' name. Because when we pray and believe, the angel of God will grab our prayer and they go to work for us. Yes, because that's what Father wants. That's what Jesus wants. That's what Holy Spirit wants. So I release warring angel right now over this church and I remove Anything and every spirit has come against this church. I cut and sever you. I uproot you. In Jesus' name. I guess my time is done. So I praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, my God, I'm excited. I'm too tall. Heavenly Father, in this short prayer, I want to talk about a subject that is kind of like the, the dirty secret people don't want to talk about in church, and it's called money. Heavenly Father, we are not of the world. We, our focus and our drive is not the world per se. It's to serve you. And our goal is to be eternally with you 
when that time comes, when Jesus, either Jesus comes or we pass away. But the reality is, oh God, we live in the cardinal world. And we live in a world where, whether it's good or bad, we have to have money in order to do things. And Lord, sometimes it's hard. Things happen. And the money, we say, oh, Lord, I'm going to give you this money. And then something happens. A car breaks down. A bill comes due. Something breaks. And, and we're faced with a decision. Okay, do we give to the church or do we take care of the bill and not give? And it's a tough, tough situation, Lord. But I pray that you will give us the strength and resolution that we make the right choice. And if maybe we have to put off doing something, paying for something, so we can take the money and give it to the church, then so be it. Help us have the intestinal fortitude that we say, I'm going to give up this thing of the world because I need the money to give to the church and proclaim and, and advance God's program. Lord, I pray that any financial attacks of the devil, you will rebuke. That you will say, hands off. You leave my people alone. They're going to try and help me to win the world. And you're a hindrance. Give us the power, Lord, to overcome any financial things that might happen. Give us the money so we can then in turn give it to you. I pray, Father, that if people need jobs, you'll give them the jobs so they can have that income so they can give to you. And, Lord, help us to realize that just like prayer and reading the Bible, just like fasting, these are all tools that you have brought into existence for us to use to both grow ourselves and, and as a church corporately. But that giving is also a part of it. And, Lord, I, I like to give. I get a satisfaction, and I don't know why, but lately just deep down that when I give money, it's a satisfaction that I'm helping advance the kingdom of God, that I'm doing things. And Lord, I also pray not only for us as individuals, that because the church depends on its members, but you have good or big plans for this church. We're talking about a studio. We're talking about a new building. And Lord, the reality is we got to have money to do these things. So I pray you will bless the members for an individual so they can give that money so as a church and corporately we can then do these other things to advance your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me look good. Don't let the leadership carry the burden. Everybody can pray, amen? We're all soldiers, men and women. Thank you, Jesus, for Spirit of Prophecy Church. Thank you, Leslie and Stan, for opening up the microphone that we can pray for this church. This is awesome. It's uh, overdue, in my opinion. So here am I, send us. Here, send me, send us. We're ready to go. 
So I thank you, Lord Jesus. We come boldly into your throne room with praise and thanksgiving. You are the El Shaddai, the almighty God. Your armor's not too short to hear and answer these prayers. We give you praise, glory, and honor. The word says the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So just stretch out your arm and look at your hand. That's how far it is here. It's right here within us. The kingdom of heaven is still here and activating, and it's activating in Spirit of Prophecy Church. And the word says we have not because we ask not. So, Lord, we, you, can't, you can't pin that one on us anymore. You know, we do try to pin the tail on the donkey sometimes in prophecy. I don't think we do that here, but we're pinning the tail on the donkey. We're saying we want to grow. We want to expand. We want to build your kingdom to the best of our abilities right now here today, Lord. We decree that in Jesus' name. Satan, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I command you to get your filthy hands off all the things that Spirit of Prophecy Church has been prophesied that they're going to do. I break your power, and I command you to cease and desist. I rebuke you, and the Lord rebuke you. Get back under our feet, according to Luke 10, 19. I have power and authority over you, and I put my foot on your neck, and I grind you down and twist you and break your power. In the name of Jesus, Father. We ask the Holy Ghost to come and manifest your power in our presence right here. And we know the church is not a building. We need a building to come to, but it could be a gazebo or it could be a cabin or whatever. It could be an open place out in the park. It could be wherever we are. That's where it is because we are the body of Christ. We want you to come and manifest within our presence. We're calling you Holy Ghost to come. Do what you love to do. Now is the time of miracles, amen. I ask you, Lord, to loose those prophecies that have been spoken by your voice, the miracle power, the resurrection power that rolled a stone away, snapped that steel spike that was holding it down, and the soldiers pretty much fainted because they had the manifestation. You know, demons aren't the only thing that manifests. Amen? The power of God can manifest. And I ask you, Lord, to let your power manifest in our presence. I ask you, Lord, to loose the chains that are holding the sale of the warehouse in Topeka. And I decree right now in the spirit realm, it is sold. It is sold. In Jesus' name, that building is sold, and we can use that for whatever to build your kingdom in a new way. It was a great place to begin time. In Jesus' name. I gotta lower this about five feet. Am I even in the camera? Father God, we come humbly before you. We ask that you would open up the doors that no man can shut and shut the doors that no man can open right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that you would just call to the hearts of those. Call them into your kingdom. We are called by your name. And Father God, you have already predestined all of us in our hearts to be chosen to be like-minded with you to become with you, Father God. We ask that you called us from the womb. We ask that you would just grab them back in and bring them back in where they need to be. We call them here to the Spirit of Prophecy Church so that we can grow and we can come like-minded together and praise your glorious name. And Father God, we want more souls. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are desiring the lost souls. You want all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Bring men and women into our midst to be saved. Heal and set them free from Satan's grip. Father God, you said that there is no one that come in your kingdom except you draw them in. We ask that the Holy Spirit would convict the hearts of those unsaved and lead them into repentance. 
Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord. Not by my might, not by power, not by the Spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. No man come to me except for the Father which has sent them, and draw them in, and raise them up in the last day. Father God, we do, we call those people in, we drag them in, Father God, tug on their hearts, call them by their name, put them in the circumstance where they need to come to you, and come running after you, come running after the mercy seat, and praise your name, in Jesus' name. Our Heavenly Father, in Matthew chapter six, or chapter 6, you say in verse 31 to 34, So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your Heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And Heavenly Father, we forget that. We get so caught up in the world, and I got to pay this bill, and and all, and and sometimes we'll go. Well, I'm going to pay this bill, but but I'll make it up next week, and then we don't. Heavenly Father, it's distractions. That's the word here. It's distractions. We get too easily distracted, and our eyes get taken off of you and off that path. And we wander. So, Lord, I pray that, that you will help us to be patient. I just read the verse, and you said and you're heavily in, that you know about them, and you'll provide. Help us to have the patience to wait on you to provide. Help us to get away from this, we got to have it now, Lord. Help us to be willing to be patient, to allow your timing to be what we follow, and not just our timing. Help us, O oh Lord, to not to do that daily Bible reading, to do that daily prayer, to do that fasting, and not let those things of the world stand in the way and keep us from doing the things that will build us up as spiritual as individuals. And Lord, just help us to have a desire to wither the storms of life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, uh, I'm a new guy here, and I just want to, uh, Lord, I thank you for um, for bringing me here. I thank you for the good teachings here, Lord, which is, is what brought me in, using the Internet um, and God. And I just I appreciate that. Mm. And, Lord, I just feel your spirit here this morning. And, I, God, I, I ask for um, your mighty works to be done here, Lord, that you would have your way fully, that nothing get in your way, Lord. I pray for um, that we would reach more people, that we all here would, would be reached fully, that you would reach in and grab everything that needs to be um, shown, God, in, in, the, in the light. And, God, that we would move powerfully all as we're called to. As the ministry equips the saints um, for ministry. The leadership equips everybody, and that's what we're being equipped so that we can go out into the world and change the world for and, and reach the lost and have boldness and not be scared and to fully know, Lord, what it is that you're speaking to us. I, I pray against, Lord, the, the lies that we can't hear you clearly. We say that um, your sheep can hear your voice, 
And we ask that we would cultivate and develop our relationship with you, God, so that, that we, we lose the, the um, not being confident, Lord, and, um, and that we would move powerfully in your name and that nothing would stop what you want to uh, have done, Lord, in the name of Jesus. He's able, I know our God is able to carry this through, for he has healed the broken hearted and saved the captives free. He healed the sick, raised the dead, and woke upon the sea. Our God is able, prophecy church, is able, I know, he's able. I know my Lord is able to carry us through. Our God is able. Our Father is able. Our God is able. My God and my Father, you are able. Father, you are able to carry this church through. No matter what is going on. Father, we bless your name because you are able. You are a way maker. You are a great king of kings. You are ancients of this. You are mighty in power. You are the Lord, Moses. You deliver Israel life. You will deliver this church in the mighty name of Jesus. Our God and Father, Lord, we need you to give us the spirit of discernment. <laughs> The spirit of discernment, where we are going to, where our spirit is taking us to, where are we marching to, and be consistent in doing your work, and your work alone, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your name, because you are going to pour onto this the spirit of prophecy, church, the spirit of discernment. And they will know where they are going and where they should put their feet. Not here and there. Heart of gold. If you want a heart in this church, be hot. If you want a gold, God will spit you out. Father, we thank you because we know you are able to carry us through. In Jesus' mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Amen. God, I, I don't know what it is that is happening right now, but my soul cannot be quiet within me. I don't know if it's, I've had enough, so many hands from this church laid on me, and I thank you for that, God. Heaven is your throne and the earth is your footstool. Where is the house that you build into me and where is the place of my rest? For all these things my hand has made, and all these things have been, says the Lord. But this man, to I will look, even him that is poor of a contrite spirit, and trembles at my word. God, I take Spirit of Prophecy Church, and I see you seated at a table um, with food all about and your plans. But I place this under that table at your feet. I thank you that the earth is your footstool. We worship you, God. We love you, and we honor you, and we glorify your holy name. You destroyed the Amorite before them, whose height was like the height of the cedars. And he was strong as the oaks, yet I destroyed his fruit from above and his roots from beneath. And I also brought you up from the land of Egypt to possess the land. Lord, remove the sins and things in our lives and in this church that do not belong. 
Prepare us to be fashioned as willing vessels by your hand. Pull down from under us the rug of complacency. The axe is laid to the root of the trees. Remove every lie, sin, hindrance, restricting movement of the people of Spirit of Prophecy Church from one thing to the next. And I will give them one heart, and I will put them a new spirit within you, and I will take out the stony heart of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh. Son of man, what is this proverb that you have in the land of Israel saying? The days are prolonged and every vision fails. But I say to you, Spirit of Prophecy Church, the days are at hand and the effect of every vision. For there shall be no more vain vision or flattering of divination within this house. God, I thank you for the tremendous prophetic word that you have spoken over the believers of this assembly. I thank you for the truth that comes from your pulpit here and the removal of lies and deceiving spirits that flatter prophetically with the tongue. For I am the Lord and I speak and the word that I shall speak shall come to pass. It shall no longer be prolonged in your days. I will say the word and I will perform it, says the Lord. God, I thank you that you are true to your word. I say that your word and that all that you have spoken over Spirit of Prophecy Church will not uh, return into you void, but will accomplish that which you please and prosper in the people you directed it to. He that forms the mountains and he that creates the wind declares unto man what is his thought. God, I commit our ways unto you that our thoughts may be established. I pray for the programming of your people to be rewritten so that just as in the dream I had this morning, that we are putting in coordinates that we think are correct and going to the wrong destination and running late and held up in traffic. I place ourselves in your hand, Father, and ask that you guide us with your eye because just as in the dream, you are driving us and you are carrying us in that vehicle. All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knows the the Son but the Father. Neither knows any man the Father save the Son, and to whom whomsoever the Son will reveal. God, I thank you for the spirit of revelation that is upon the leadership here, that when we are assembled in an agreement, it drips down as the oil from the beard of Aaron. It is walking in your spirit that will sustain us and help us to fly. I ask for the shewing of hard sentences, the dissolving of doubts, the understanding and interpretation of the matter, the deep and secret things, the understanding of the height and depth of your love for Spirit of Prophecy Church. Come unto me, all you that are labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I ask that you, that your people here are not burdened under the weight of the world as in a grave. I place the yoke of God upon each one that is not by might, but nor by power, but by your spirit, says the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Heavenly Father, one thing I've learned from being at Spirit of Prophecy Church is that your words are always true and your promises are always kept. You say, seek and you shall find. We're seeking a way right now to expand this church, to win more souls for the kingdom of heaven. You say, ask and you shall receive. We're asking for that right now, my Lord. And you say, knock and it shall be opened. We're knocking on the doorways of heaven right now, my Lord, and we're asking you to open a door before us, put a light before our path that we will see the direction we need to go. And I ask you to place the people, the means, the finances, and the opportunities before us that we need in your perfect time, in your perfect way. You also say, my Lord Jesus, that whatever you ask, that I will do that will glorify the Father through the Son. 
We are asking right now, my Lord Jesus, and I am standing on your word right now, and I'm calling you out on it. Make a way for this church to grow and expand and bring more souls into the kingdom of heaven. Bring the teaching that you want us to teach and give us the knowledge and wisdom to spread your word in the way that you want us to spread it. In Jesus Christ's precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, I'm going to pray a brief prayer, then I hand it back over to Prophet Leslie. She's going to wrap this segment up. We're already a little bit uh, over, but I feel it's important to pray this. Now, this one is not necessarily for the Spirit of Prophecy Church, but this is really putting the finger in the eye of the devil. When I have been in my prayer closet and I've prayed this, which is now pretty much every night, you know, he comes on me very strong. He's really confirming to me that this is very important that we pray against this. Uh, and I've had a couple of bits of information coming to me, and it really confirmed to me that he is hearing this prayer and he is answering this prayer. A lot of people say, well, you know, they want to form a world government. They want to form a new world order. They want to uh, do all of these sort of things. Well, who is the they? Okay. And I explain it in more detail, but just to get right to the point, when Moses came down off of the Mount of Sinai with the two Ten Commandments in his hand, he looked down and they were worshiping a golden calf. The name of that golden calf is Moloch. A few scriptures later, it's also referred to as Baal, B-A-A-L. These are the people that are generally the kings and the queens of the world. These are the people that say to Benjamin Fulford, we have controlled and, and ruled this planet for thousands of years. We will continue to rule it or we'll destroy it. So right now there's a lot of destruction going on to these people. So I'm praying in agreement with this destruction. Before you pray like this, I'm warning you, you better listen to what I'm about to say. Before you pray like this, you better make certain your life is clean. You better put on the full armor of God like we did this morning. Because when you pray against the devil... He is going to come back against you unless you have prayers protecting you and your family. Now, here's what I pray. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I send out the ministering, protecting, guardian, and warrior angels to destroy work, uh, evil works of darkness and, and evil in high places and spiritual wickedness in high places. Specifically, I send them out against the Moloch and the Baal worshipers, those people that have the underground bases, tunnel systems, that have advanced technology that they use for evil purposes. I, I specifically send the angel of Revelation 9 verse 1 that has a key of the bottomless pit in Revelation 20 verse 1 also has the key of the bottomless pit to send them down into those underground bases where these people hide and do their damage. If they are not 100% human, bring judgment. If they're a hybrid, bring judgment. If they have participated in eating or drinking human flesh or blood, bring judgment, bring justice to them. If they have participated in drug trafficking, human trafficking, uh, child or sex trafficking, bring justice and judgment to them. Cause the people that are trying to clean our planet to find every one of their hiding places, find every one of them, cause them to be arrested, tried, and justice served and in Jesus name I pray that Second Chronicles 7 14 if my people are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the wicked ways 
turn from their wicked ways, turn from the wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and heal their land. Lord, I ask that you would receive this as turn from the wicked ways, at least a large part of it, and that you would use this to help clean our land. You would receive this as cleaning our land, and you would give America and the world more time. You would push back the time that the beast would be released to the earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I will just end it with this. Um, we are praying for supernatural growth. We want supernatural growth here as well as all the other things that have been said today. And we're going to do this again next Sunday for the 45 minutes. So I just encourage you to join us. Also, just begin to uh, write your own prayers and then take the papers here at this church. You can take them and, and also be praying daily for our church. But in Acts 2.41, and I put in here 2.47, since then they gladly received his word, were baptized, and the same day they were added to them about 3,000 souls. So, Lord, we just declare in the name of Jesus, just as your word said, there were 3,000 souls that were added. We ask in the name of Jesus that you would cause the reverence, fear of the Lord to come upon your people in this, this territory, this area. And those that are watching online, some of them need to sell their possessions and come to this church. Lord, you've been laying on their hearts to do so. We ask that you would give provision for them to do so. And then in verse 47, it says, praising God and having favor with all the people and the lord added to the church daily as such should be saved so lord we just declare we prophesy we proclaim and we speak the word that these people will come to the spirit of prophecy church that it will be a have a supernatural growth because of the prayers are being heard at your throne in jesus name god bless each one of you we'll see you back here soon for our main service god bless well, good morning. Welcome to Spirit of Prophecy Church here in Plano, Texas. We are so happy that you have joined us here this morning. If you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we'd love to have you come and be a part of our church. We are praying for like-minded people to come and be a part and be a member. If you are online, you live in another state, and you want to become a member, there is a button that you can click that says Members Membership, and we'd like for you to fill that out. And then you can partake in all the blessings that we are also going to be receiving. So just ask in the name of Jesus that if you're being tugged by your heart to do that, that you would do so. Quick announcements. Um, this, this paper here, for those of you here at the church, it says Updated uh, School of the Prophets Training, and that's going to be April this is also says dated January the 9th. All right, so it's highlighted in green. It's dated January the 9th. Throw all the others away because this is the right schedule at this point. Seems like every week there's another date, but this is the one for right now. This is the set date, okay? In the name of Jesus, this is a set date. Uh, so you can go to prophecyclub.com or traintheprophets.com and sign up to come to the School of the Prophets. We have a limited seating. So if you're interested, you need to go ahead and sign up now online. That's uh, prophecyclub.com or traintheprophets.com and sign up to come to the training, the School of the Prophets. That's April. It's going to start for registration oil class on April the 21st, but the classes will start on April the 22nd at 9 a.m. But we ask that you be here on the 21st to get registered. Hopefully you'll come and join the oil, anointing oil class on the 21st and also that evening from 7 to 10 on the 21st, uh, Pastor Stan or Apostle Stan, he will be speaking on what are the prophets saying today. So that's vital to the, uh, the school of the prophets and the training of the prophets to understand what the prophets are saying out there right now. Uh, so this is what your, your form will look like. It has um, all the 
some of the topics that we'll be covering, plus many, many more. And I just encourage you to sign up. For those of you that physically come to this church, you will have a special discount. All right, also on January the 1st or January the 2nd, I guess I should say early in the morning, I had received a dream, spoke about it last Sunday on on January the 2nd. For those of you that missed that, you can go to Train the Prophets to see it or also Prophecy Club and also uh, here at this church. You can go and find what the Word of God said for, for our nation on January the 2nd. So I encourage you to go and look that up. But also, uh, those of you that here at this church, we can hand out the, 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 um, the word of the Lord if you did not receive it last time. <clears throat> okay, for those of you here at the church, or those of you that would like to fly in and taste the world's best chili, amazing chili. I mean, there's going to be a, an award, a trophy given to the world's I know. <laughs> the world's best chili. Yeah, we have a lady here named Eni, and she always wins or gets at least first, second, or third. So we're banning her this year. I'm kidding. I'm not either. Yeah, we'll just put Leslie put her name. Just change her name to put your name there for her chili. Uh, so anyway, but it's, we, we, um, uh, we are doing a chili contest. So I encourage those of you here at the church to sign up to enter the world's best chili. And that will be done... Um, on Sunday after church on the 23rd. Okay. I think we've got all the announcements. So if you'll please stand with me. We're going to pray. We're going to get our service going this morning. And, oh, sit back down. (laughs) We've changed the way we did things, so I'm now having to get back in the way it rolls. And um, do you want me to pray? All right, just just, uh, join me with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come boldly to the throne room of God. We come boldly and humbly. Lord, we seek you today. And Lord, there are those that are watching online. There are those that are part of our body, of the Spirit of Prophecy Church, that cannot be here today. And there's those that that have filled out the form to be a member with the Spirit of Prophecy Church who for some reason they couldn't get here today, whether it was sickness, some kind of... um, some kind of distraction. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we just cancel the plans of the enemy upon their lives right now in Jesus' name. Whatever that distraction, whatever if there's an ailment to them, a sickness to them, we cancel the plans and attacks of the enemy. And we say in the name of Jesus, for all of you that are watching online couldn't be here with us today, and for those of you that are here that are struggling in some kind of sickness, we just declare in the name of Jesus that you are healed. We command in the name of Jesus that that evil spirit be released off of you, be loosed off of you, and to go and not return in Jesus' name. And then your whole household is covered by the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for touching them right now where they are. We just declare, we just decree that, that our South African friend, we, that those of you here at the church, you know who that person is. We declare right now that that ban will be lifted, that they will find the waiver, and that it will be released so that she can be returned back home to us. We just declare and decree and prophesy it right now in Jesus' name. And we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop, devil. You release her and let her come back in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you. I thank you that we are going to praise your holy name today. 
We love you so much, Lord. And we want to continue to pray in those lost souls, those that have not come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Lord, add them to this church. Also continue to bring in those that are like-minded. Fill the pews. Lord, fill it with our, also with our finances so that we can get to that place where you have a new location. Join us right now in the name of Jesus. I just ask that you just put this as a reminder to you. Join us next Sunday, the, the 16th at 9.30 a.m. to be part in agreement with the prayers for the Spirit of Prophecy Church. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello, church. Good morning. Now it's time for offerings, so make your checks out to Spirit of Prophecy Church, or uh, if you need a credit card slip, just wave your hand and someone will, or an envelope, it will appear. So, seed time and harvest. We've talked about the former rains and the latter rains. We've already had the former rains. Those came last year. And if you look outside, it's kind of dreary, and it's not really raining, but the ground is wet. Now is the time of the latter rains, and the latter rains make a harvest. So I've got wheat growing east of my house, and it's green, 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 looks good. It's still short, but once the sun comes out in March, April, it's going to rock it up, and they're going to harvest that. This is what the latter rains are doing now. And so if you're wondering, when is your ship coming in? Maybe you didn't send one out. And you have to send one out, and then it will come in. Don't expect it to come in if you didn't send one out. And seed time and harvest. So money is a seed. The Word of God is a seed. But money is a seed. It represents our time and hard work, sweat of our brow, but it is also a seed. We sow this into ministries that produce fruit, amen, like Spirit of Prophecy Church is producing fruit, training and equipping, casting out demons, raising the dead, cleansing the lepers, these things we do and teach and train. You can prophesy, you can raise the dead, you can cast, not just me, all of you, and if you don't know how to do that, come here, join, we'll lock arms, and we will together Speak to that mountain and say, be uprooted and planted in the sea and never return in Jesus' name. We have that authority. Amen? Thank you for your offerings. Thank you. Now we can pray. Okay, Cambodia Electronic Donations. In other words, they need your old cell phones, your old tablets, old computers, laptops, things like that. Probably even take some desktops, too. Right? Yeah, they've got to be working. I don't know about desktops, um, but uh, don't bring me your broken junk. <laughs> they've got to be working. And if they don't have a power cord, as long as it works, I'll buy a power cord. And then uh, Honduras. So thank you. Tony, this is for your mission. Um, I'm also committed, since we're talking about this, me and Suni and Tony are going to Honduras this year. I don't know when, but we're going. And we're going to bring this up in leadership meeting today, but we need to set, um, uh, as we, we need to get this set up so that a, a regular a monthly amount goes to a group of missionaries, and so that's coming too. <clears throat> I want to say something else. And uh, I think I'm talking to 
everyone. There's different stages in our life. Do you recall the time when we were, you were, probably not you, but I used to, I'll talk about myself, when I used to be young and foolish, There's, there you go. There you're you're still young. <laughs> you're still young. Uh, and I used to think, I do not understand how I can get ahead giving away money. Do you remember? Probably I'm the only one in the group that has ever been in that position, but I could not understand how giving money got me ahead. One of the things that turned it around in about 1998, long story short, we sent off, Prophecy Club sent off a very large donation to three different television ministries. Very large. <clears throat> and uh, it's one of those where you think, Okay, if something doesn't come in, we're going to start having checks bounce. Okay, it's, you know. By the way, I found God is not necessarily obligated to cover hot checks. <laughs> I found out the hard way. And up until that point, our donations were $20, $30, $50 donations. But about three weeks later, the largest donation that we'd ever had came in. And guess what it did? It didn't just catch us up with what we had sent out, but it was more. But it opened the door for additional, for, for large donations to come in. And he kept sending large donations, and I called him, and I said, Frank. I called him several times. <laughs> and finally, I got to the, the question that I really wanted to ask him from the very beginning, and I said, so... How'd you make all this money? <laughs> Where'd you get all this money? <laughs> and he said, I had a bet and I lost. He said, I decided that I was going to outgive God. And I told him I was going to call him on his, on his bet. And I was going to outgive him. And I lost. And I discovered that you can't outgive God. Amen. Now, that was the thing that started churning in my heart. But I want to say that when you give to God, and you're not giving to Spirit of Prophecy Church or Standard Leslie, when we give to God, He's watching. He's watching when we're not watching. He's counting every, trust me, He's counting every, and I'm not doing this to try to get you to give more to Spirit of Prophecy Church. If you, if you have to do it to believe what I'm saying, don't give. Don't give. I don't, how do I say this? I say this as a teaching. Stan and Leslie or Spirit of Prophecy Church or God does not need your gifts. I said that with a smile. But I say that as a teaching point. Now, those of you I see a few heads shaking like this, you understand what I'm saying. But I see some people going, that means you haven't discovered. When we give to God, he watches every penny. And he sees to it that his word is kept. He said, if you'll give to me, I'll give back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. 
He promises that. So here's the shakedown. Give here, and you'll see it start coming back. If you haven't put God to the test, may I suggest, it doesn't have to be with us, but may I suggest that you start testing God. And, you know, if you give 10 or $20 away, meh, might not see that come back. But when you give a big one away, you can see that come back. I like giving. I like... I don't want to say too much. I don't want to take my my blessing away. I'm just encouraging you, reach to the point to where you can trust God. Trust God to his word. Trust God to giving. Then he'll bless you. And I see probably 10% of the heads shaking, the heads that didn't shake, that means you probably have not come to that point yet. Let me encourage you to get to that point. Now, Lord, with that said, in the name of Jesus, I know you saw everything go in here. I know you saw everything that every person gave. I know that. I know that. And I already know you're going to take and you're going to watch over your word and you're going to give, press down, check it together and running over. But Lord, I, I pray in agreement to your word that every one of these people will not just be blessed in this life but the next one. That you would guide them and direct them in everything, every decision, and that they would not find sickness at their door. They would not find poverty or need or hurt, but they would have joy in their hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. In the name of Jesus, Father, I ask you to receive this into your hand with joy, and I ask you to multiply it. Use this as seed to build your kingdom, to preach the gospel to all creation, to every living creature. The Lord asks you to rebuke the devourer, the cankerworm, the palmer worm, the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and the liar. And I ask you to bless your people back a thousandfold. And we thank you in advance in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> now it's time for praise and worship. Hallelujah. The fun parts. Giving offering and praising his mighty name. Amen. Let's stand up and spread out. Oh, this is kind of funny. Does it sound a little funny out there? Huh. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead. Hallelujah, Lord. We give you the praise and glory and honor. You are worthy and worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, Lord. Hear the cries of our hearts. Let it be a sweet sound into your ear. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, let's put our hands together. Father God, you are worthy. We waited for this day. We're gathered in your name, calling out to you. Your glory like a fire, awakening desire, will burn our hearts with truth. You're the reason we're here. Yes, you're the reason we're seeing. 
open up the heavens. We want to see you open up the floodgates. A mighty river flowing from your heart, filling every part of our praise. Hallelujah! Your presence in this place, your glory on our face, we're looking to the sky. Descending like a cloud, you're standing with us now. Lord, unveil our eyes. You're the reason we're here. You're the reason we're singing. Open up the heavens. We want to see you. Open up the floodgates. A mighty river flowing from your heart. Filling every part of our praise. Yeah, open up the heavens. We want to see you. Open up the floodgates. Almighty river. Flowing from our hearts. Filling every part of our praise. Show us. Show Show us, show us your power. Show us, show us your glory, Lord. Show us, show us your glory. Show us, show us your power. Show us, show us your glory, Shut the doors and no man can open. He's coming on the clouds, 
Kings and kingdoms will bow down. And every hand will break, his broken hearts declare his grace. Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Our God is a lion, the lion of Judah, who's roaring with power and fighting our battles, and every will bow before him.
you open up the altar if there's anybody that needs to come down here and lay your cross before his feet surrender your lives Lord we give you up our everything we lay it down we give you our burdens we lay it down we give you our praises we lay it down at your feet Lord. holy 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 is the Lord God Thank you. For those of you, more of you want to come to kneel down, that's great. So it's your Who in here has a headache? Somebody has a headache. We fall down. I don't know who you are. We lay our crowns at the feet of Jesus. Mercy and love at the feet of Jesus. 
holy, holy, holy. Lift up your faith for the people that have come up here. For prayer. Holy, holy, holy. Barb, how is your arm? How is your shoulder, Barbara? And I praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we cry, holy, holy, holy. holy 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 everyone say holy 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 and mean it holy 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 we love you
Someone's back right underneath your shoulder blade. Back right underneath your shoulder blade. Let's give him some praise this morning. Hallelujah. For your name. Can you do it for right okay. quick? Okay. For your name is great and greatly to be praised. I sing praises to your name. Oh, Lord, praises to your name. praise in here hallelujah wow the lord great Melissa, can you give me that cup down there that blue and gray and blue no not that well if nobody drank out of that i'll take that one <laughs> hallelujah you may be seated oh hallelujah the lord is great Greatly to be praised. Amen. You know, when we can praise and worship him and really enter his gates with thanksgiving and praise, there's like everything else just doesn't matter. Amen. Just goes away. It's awesome. No? Praise the Lord. Hello. Hello. (laughs) So uh, 
Yesterday, when I went to, to pray and I asked the Lord, what do you want to say today? I didn't hear anything. So I asked again, I didn't hear anything. I asked again, I didn't hear anything. So I thought, well, maybe he's put the message in Leslie's heart today. So I went and I said, so why don't you get the message tomorrow? And I've done that before, and it wasn't for her to do. It was for me to pray more. And basically she said, no, I don't have anything in my heart. But she didn't say that. So she's got a message. Actually, I said, I'll pray about it. He didn't hear that part. But I said, I'll pray about it within a few moments. I said, okay, I'll do it. He didn't hear that either? He did, okay. (laughs) So, Lord, I thank you for this prophet. And I ask you to give her your anointing. That we fill our mouth and heart with your fire to speak to us today the message that you put in our heart on breakthrough. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. I'm so excited to bring this message this morning. I mean, immediately, right after I prayed, immediately I heard breakthrough. And, of course, you know it's the new year and everybody's going to pray for breakthrough because we're going to do it the first of the year every year. And then by May, June, it's like kind of forgot about the breakthrough. But I'm going to encourage you to not stop, to continue for the whole year and push through until you get that breakthrough. Amen? I mean, just because it doesn't happen here in two weeks, just because it might not happen in two days or two months, you can push on through and say, I'm not going to give up. That's what you need to set your mind and heart to do. So, yes, I heard the words, receive the breakthrough. And I'm going to tell you some things on what you can do so that you continue to work on for this whole year to receive that breakthrough. You know, we had a prayer time this morning for the Spirit of Prophecy Church, and this is going to be an ongoing. For, the next, for next Sunday, we're also going to encourage to, for those to come up and pray. But we're going to keep adding to the list, adding to it so those of you to be like-minded and pray for the breakthrough for Spirit of Prophecy Church, which then it also includes you. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, I have the anointing today. You want to know what happened this morning to me? So anointing for the anointing. I mean, sometimes it's it's, uh, more prevalent than other times. But this morning, um, sitting up here, and I kept turning around. Leslie Ann was sitting behind me. And, you know, I can't trust Leslie Ann because I'm thinking she must be touching my shoulder, touching my left shoulder, touching my left shoulder. I'm like, I kept turning around. I said, are you kicking this, the chair? Are you touching me? No, then one time she did. I know she did, but, but yeah, she did after that. But I'm like, so then she gets up and she moves, and so it keeps tap, keep getting tapped on the shoulder, tapped on the shoulder. I was like, okay, I know what that is, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Thank you that you have your angels round about me. Thank you that I'll be delivering the message you want me to receive. And then during the praise and worship, the crown of glory came upon my head. It's still there today. Right now, at this very moment, it's still up on my head. It's pretty heavy today, so praise the Lord. That doesn't mean this is going to be a dynamic message, but I do believe that you're going to receive the message of the Lord today. And I'll make it as dynamic as I can. How about that? I can get pretty loud, but that's not what it's about. It's about receiving the word of the Lord. Amen? Hallelujah. So I know that I have that anointing. Oh, while I was sitting there too, um, praying while some praise and worship was going on. Then I stood up and I felt something touch the, the back of my, right behind my, my, my neck, just a light touch. And then it was on the left shoulder again. And I thought, I thought at first that, um, Melissa came, she might've been there, but then I turned around and there was nobody there. 
And so this kept happening again. So praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, you know, the anointing is wonderful. And anointing, if you call upon the name of Jesus and you ask for him to, to give you that revelation of his anointing, it will happen. You need to start recognizing that. Because as the days ahead, we've got to know when he's there using us. And it's nice when it's really, really powerful and really strong, but there's other times it just may be right so ever so slightly. And that's okay too. That's awesome. So let's start receiving the breakthrough. Anybody want to do that? You want to see the breakthrough this morning? So be thinking, what is the breakthrough? What is the number one breakthrough that you need right now? Is there someone in your household to be saved? Yeah, some of you, that's it. Some of you need a financial breakthrough. Somebody needs a healing. Somebody, whatever that breakthrough is. Get one for now. Then you continue to add. But, you know, the scripture talked about the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years. She said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment. If I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be healed. And that's where you need to be. If you could just touch the hem of his garment, you could have that breakthrough. Guess what? You can touch the hem of his garment right now. You can do that. You can take it to the Lord. He says, your faith has made you whole. Do you think that she just prayed for it one time? I believe probably for 12 years she prayed. 12 years she prayed. But she persevered and she did not give up. Did not give up. Is that you? Are you going to give up? I ha- we were going to a church. It was an Assembly of God church. It was in Bellevue, um, Nebraska. Um, not that there's something wrong with that. I'm just, I'm just telling you that's where we were. And that's maybe how they think. I don't know. Maybe that's, that's their, their way they do things. But he's came, So I went up to the associate pastor, told him a prayer need that I really had a, a big need of at the moment. And he goes, have you already prayed for it or prayed about it? I said, of course I have. He goes, then that's all you need to do. Excuse me? You remember that, Sam? He's like, he says, you just pray for that. You've already prayed for it. I don't need to pray for it. It's just done. It's done. That is not true, ladies and gentlemen. It's not. You persevere. You keep touching that hem of his garment. You keep reaching up. If it hasn't come in, you keep reaching up and touching that hem of that garment. Build up your holy faith and trust in him. You keep on persevering. Keep on pursuing God. I hate this name and claim it, I'm done issue. I'm done with that. I'm going to walk around this car and I'm going to have it appear before my garage tomorrow morning. How'd that work for you? Well, it's done. It's done. Well, yes, he completed it on the cross. We have no doubt about that. But maybe he's trying to find out, are you faithful? Are you going to persevere? Are you going to reach up and touch the hem of my garment? Are you? So that's the question you need to ask yourself. Now, the breakthrough, what a breakthrough is, that's a strikingly important advance or discovery in any field of knowledge or activity. It's the act, the result, or place of breaking through against resistance as in warfare. So you're in a war. Once you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're in a war. Praise God, because you have the victory. You have the victory. 
And the closer you get to the Lord, the more that you stomp around and you declare these things are done. You blow the shofar, you blow the shofar, and you're going to say, I win, devil, get thee behind me. I'm in war and you lose. And I'm going to decapitate you and I'll have the headship. Amen? So we, it's the act. It's the result of a place of breaking through against the resistance. So if there's still resistance there, you keep on, you keep on, you keep on, you keep on. And then when that loved one comes in and serving God, you praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Can I hear a yes and amen in here? Hallelujah. Now we're going to talk about David. Yes, I know you know about David. I know you do, but I want to remind you of some things today. Because some of the things you might need to be doing for that breakthrough to happen. Okay? So our 1 Samuel 17, 20 says, And David rose up early. Ah, oh, get thee behind me, Satan. Yeah, that doesn't mean you, you know. All right, I'll leave it alone, God. All right, so wake up early. That doesn't mean 10 o'clock. All right, I need to go ahead and say it. So he rose up early. What's early? What be early to God? Maybe before the sun comes up? Yeah, don't you think? That would be early. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Some of you are just going to bed then. And you're like, oh, <laughs> it's dark. Might as well go ahead and pray. <laughs> so rose up early in the morning. Rose up early. Do you know how many um, great servants of God in the Bible rose up early? A lot of them. A lot of them spend time with God. How many of you get woken up in the middle of the night? Yeah, pretty much everybody in here. Guess what he's saying? Pray. Yeah, Alice Land's going to go tend to the kid, right? <laughs> But he rose up early in the morning. He left the sheep with a keeper. <coughs> in other words, <coughs> he set aside what he wanted to do or his job. He set it aside. So he took, he went, and as Jesse had commanded him, and he came to the trench as the host was going forth to the fight and shouted for the battle. In other words, he cried out. He cried out for it. And David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of the carriage and ran into the army and came and saluted his brethren. He's saluting along the way. Hey, brothers and sisters in Christ, I've got a job to do. I'm running forward. There's an enemy over there, but I'm running towards that army that's coming against me. And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines and spake according to the same words. And David heard them. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were so afraid. Everybody else ran away. You know, who's your Goliath? What is your Goliath? No, it's not my husband. No, it's not my wife. No, it's not my child or my job or anything like that. That's not the Goliath. What is standing in your way? Maybe it's even yourself. Maybe there's some things you need to set aside. Maybe there's some things that you need to check your heart on and to be cleansed from. You need to, to seek the Lord and ask him, what is keeping me from receiving that breakthrough? I want to know so that I can rise up early and I can set aside every heavy weight and I can be delivered in the name of Jesus. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. So he went. He walked. First he runs towards it. And then he kept walking the walk, didn't he? Walked it, stepped it out. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth. 
and he a man of war in his youth. Now, here's the deal. You know, it doesn't matter how long that we say we've been a Christian. Someone maybe has served God for 50 years. They've been a Christian for 50 years, but they're still a youth. God is raising you up from the dead saying, I want you to fight the battle now. I want you to, to know that you may still be a youth in me because you're not really studying the Word of God. You're not really fighting the battle. You're really not entering into war, but you're saying, I need a breakthrough. Lord, I need a breakthrough. And then you just let it go. But God is saying, I want to raise you up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you feel like you're old enough in God. It doesn't matter if you feel like you've known God long enough for his word. It doesn't matter. God is raising you up. He wants you to go now. Now. It's the year 2022. My year. Woo. Anybody else want it to be your year? Yeah. I mean the keys. The keys of David. Right? The keys of David. And thank you, Leslie Ann, for saying it over and over, that he's going to open the doors. Open the doors. Everybody do this with me. Open the door. And open it on the other side. Open the door. Open the door that no man can shut. And the Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus, that you should have them shut the door that no man can open if you don't want me to go through it. Amen? But he's going to open up the windows of heaven. Everybody want that? It's the year 2022. Open it up. Why are you so discouraged? Why are you so weary? Are you weak? Yeah. But guess what? God is your strength. He says, when you are weak, I am strong. He is strong. Everybody have a strong God? Just spill that all over me. Just anointed myself. <laughs> He's going to open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. What is the blessing that you need? What is it? And check your heart to make sure you're right before God. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and I smote him. I love that word. I smote you, devil. I smacked you and I thrashed you and I thumped you and I punched you. Beat his brains out. And he delivered it out of his mouth. And when he rose against me, I caught him by his beard and I smote him again. And then I slew him. Maybe y'all need to take your right hand and say, and I smote him. Now the other way. And I slew him. Hallelujah. Didn't that feel good? Seriously, didn't that feel good? Okay, somebody said, mm. okay, so let's try it again. And so I take your right hand. I smote him. <laughs> and I slew him. Right? And I thumped on him and I thumped him. Anybody, did your parent ever thump you on your head? Oh, that hurt. Or take a knife, the end of a knife. Thump. Oh, hurts. Whew. One time. That's all it took. No. I'm not going to do that. So you, you have the authority. Did you know that? You have the authority. And just like David did. Doesn't matter. Say, God, I'm just a little, little peep squeak here. No, the devil's smaller than you. He's under your feet. So the servant slew both the lion of air and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he had defied the armies of the living God. So he's saying, I don't care about that Goliath. 
Because in the spirit, he knew he was bigger. He wasn't looking at his physical size. He was looking at the spirit man. Hallelujah. How big is your spirit man? Woo! Can you all see mine? David said more of the Lord that he delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear. He will deliver me out of the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with thee. He proclaimed it. He walked towards it. He, could, he says, I'm going to run. No, he ran towards it. He walked and kept walking. And then he says, I proclaim the Lord is with me. Hallelujah. And Saul armed David with his armor. And he put a helmet of brass upon his head. Also, he armed him with a coat of mail, and David girded his sword upon his armor, and he said to go, for he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these. He's not going with man's anointing. He's not going with man's anointing. No, I haven't proved man's anointing. I'm going with the anointing of the Lord. So I'm taking this off. I'm taking the flesh man off, and I'm going to build up the spirit man, and I'm going to prove in the name of Jesus that the Lord thy God is with him. And he took his staff in his hand, the word of God, right? Took the word of God and and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had even in a script, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. He kept on going towards him, didn't he? He didn't run away scared. And the Philistine came on and drew near unto David, and the man that bare the shield went before him. Now, this big old Goliath, he had an armor bearer. Little old imp. See how little he is next to that Goliath? It doesn't matter. Because he's, he's afraid. He's shivering. He's afraid. Because when he sees David, he knows he's big. He knows he's big. He can sense that there's something big about that guy. Now, the Philistine, Goliath, he just kind of turned up his nose at him. Because he was still seeing him in, in the flesh. And see, that's what the devil does. He can see you in the flesh. But you need to let that spirit man rise up. How big is your spirit man? Humongous, if you allow it to be. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Well, those gods aren't going to do anything, they're dead. They're little statues. Some people decorate their homes. Ugh. If any of you Christians decorate your homes with those little gods, you need to get them out and break them, burn them. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. Come on. Tempting, come on. Come on over here to me. Amen. Then David said to, then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. But I, what? But I come in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. That's what you need to do. What is your Goliath? You feeling sick? Families in disarray? What is the Goliath? I'm telling you, the enemy wants to stir up trouble wherever you go. And you say, I recognize this. I know what you're doing. But I'm coming with the Lord of hosts, the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied, my God. And I declare and I proclaim in the name of Jesus that the whole earth will know that I have slew you. This day, come on, give the Lord praise in here. Hallelujah. 
This day will the Lord deliver into my hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. Why is he taking his head? You know what? You can fight the devils all day long. You can fight those little imps all day long, but you need to learn to sever their heads. Sever. Like he said, pull it out. Stomp on it. Cut it. I mean, declare it's dead. And now you stand on that head and say, I now have headship. It meant something to take off the head. That's why they wanted to take the head of John the Baptist. Right? They want to take the head of John the Baptist because he had power in the land. You have power. You have anointing. You are not shy, but you're bold in the Lord. And it's time to start acting like it. Amen? You can go home and practice in your home before you have to get up here on the stage and do it. That's fine. But you need to raise yourself up. I mean, get up and say, I'm not going to be defeated anymore not going to be defeated anymore and i'm going to proclaim that this day i will serve the lord this day i have your head and i'm stomping on it i'm standing on it and it's severed i have headship and all this assembly shall know that the lord saveth not with sword and spear for the battle is the lord's and he will give you into our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hasted and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. He ran. He sunk that, 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 uh, that stone into his head. Maybe you need to do some prophetic acts yourself. Right? Amen. He ran. He ran towards the enemy. He kept on walking. He didn't back down. I'm sure in the flesh he was probably shaking. But by the spirit of the living God, he knew he'd have victory. God had he had already prepared him. He already prepared him. Are you already prepared? If you're not, you need to start getting prepared. You need to start fighting those little devils now so that you could go smoke and smite the big ones. <clears throat> To get the breakthrough, you've got to cry out for it. Then you've got to walk in the ways of God, his truth. You've got to proclaim his truth. You've got to speak the word back, right? You've got to speak it back and say, this is done because it says right here, but I'm not giving up, God. I'm going to keep tugging on the hem of that garment. I'm going to keep on. If it takes 12 years, it'll take 12 years, but I'm not giving up. Every day I'm going to cry out to you. I'm going to continue to walk the ways, and I'm going to continue to pray and proclaim your truth of your word. Is that what you want to do today? Have you already given up? If you gave up, it's today's your day to start back again. It's the first of the year, 2022. Speak it back to God. Don't just roll over and say, it's done. I can't do it anymore. No. If you have breath, you will praise the Lord. Amen? So you cry, you walk, you proclaim, and the freedom to be patient. Step-by-step process. Are you just going to run with that hard situ- from that hard situation, or do you want to change it? Do you want to change it? Amen? Let me see your hands. Do you want to change it? All right, so there's some, now some of you are not in here agreeing with me. Do you want to change it? And all those of you online, you want to change it? Yeah, that's me, Lord. 
So what are the six enemies we face that need to defeat for effective breakthrough? You want to know what six enemies are? (laughs) This side's got an A plus. So now, the six enemies, now, I'm not going to include, of course, salvation. You should already have that, right? So that, and then, you know, that's, that's a given. Hopefully, you have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that that's a given. But there's still enemies that we bring up. There's still enemies of the flesh. There's still enemies of the devil that tries to put inside of us or attack us or put in our mind and things like that. So let's find out what I have put as six enemies that we face that we need to get rid of for that breakthrough to come. You want that? Okay. First is pride. You know, as Christians, we are very prideful. I mean, we really are prideful. And you can go to any of these, I'll say it, Elijah lists prophecies. It's nothing but pride and continues to tickle the ears of God's people continuing to put more pride in them. Continuing to say, there's nothing wrong with you Christians out there. There's nothing wrong with you believers. It's this person and that person and that person. But we are of the Lord. And so we have everything provided for us. I mean, we are so prideful that we're not fighting the enemy. We're just falling right into his plan. Right into his plan. I mean, I know that we don't have a message that most people want to hear, unfortunately. Because to me, I don't want pride. I I don't want that at all in my life. Do you? No, we don't want that. But if you will think about it and think about other Christians, they just say things to make themselves puffed up. They just say things to make themselves feel good. Right? Oh, I defeated the enemy today. Praise God. No, you did not. Go and pull the sheep back over your head because you did not. I named and claimed it for that car today or that husband today. He's right around the corner for me today. You liar. They're liars, and they're prideful. Okay, oh, that's right, delicate. Okay, delicate Leslie here. Needs to come in sometime. I guess delicate's not going to be on the table today, so just throw that out. We're not, I told them last time, I said, I said, now this just has nothing to do with the person that's named Daisy. I just have known some daisies. I know the flower daisy, and sometimes they're very more delicate, a lot more delicate than me. So I said, my family, my dad, my mom, they didn't name me Daisy. Okay. So pride, get rid of that pride. Ask the Lord to give you that spirit of meekness and humility. That has to come in and to take over, to be a part of the breakthrough. Does that mean I can't raise my voice in the sword? Does that mean that I can't go dance around on the roof of my, the top of my roof and praise and shout God's holy name? Does that, no, it doesn't at all. Matter of fact, that's not what humility is. That is not what pride is. That's saying, my God is victorious. That's what it's saying. And I'm just going to do that prophetic act and show those that will see that that's my God. So the opposite of pride of humility, the opposite of pride is humility. In other words, you have to humble yourself. Continue to ask the Lord to humble yourself. And if you say, well, I'm the most humble person I know, well, Okay, well, there you go. 
You're really the most prideful person you ever know. Right? I mean, when I first met Stan, he goes, I'm the most aware person I know. I'm like, wow. (laughs) You're the most unaware person I've ever known. Not now, darling. Not now. But I mean, seriously, I'm like, really? (laughs) All right, so now sometimes that false humility is actually a deep root of pride. In other words, bringing attention to yourselves. Right? (coughs) Anybody been around some of those people before? I was one too, right? How did anybody stand me? Well, I know what the Word of God says, right? I was such a baby Christian. I just got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I thought I knew everything because I had the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And God was just going to reveal to me whatever he needed to reveal to me. And then that was going to be the word of God. Boy, did I get a rude awakening. Proverbs 16, 19 says, Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. You know, sometimes we say pride goeth before a fall. But the scripture here says, Pride goeth before destruction. Whew. In other words, God is taking it very serious, very serious, children, that you must get rid of that pride. Amen? In Proverbs 18, 12, it says, Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. The second enemy that we face is self-righteousness. In other words, a religious spirit. Anybody been there? Anybody know somebody that still has it? Yeah. A religious spirit, the Pharisees, and like Stan says, if Jesus walked in here, they would not. They would find all kinds of fault with him. They would. I mean, you know, just recently it's like somebody with a religious spirit, self-righteous spirit, they don't like my clothes. <laughs> I know, right? I'm a southern belle. I like bright. I like bling. Right? I like sparkle. Sparkle's my favorite color. How about the rest of you ladies in here from Texas? <laughs> They're very self-righteous into their own beliefs, whatever they want to say. And they are so self-righteous that they think they're the only ones that are right. If you get to that place thinking you're the only one that's right, then you're full of pride and you're self-righteous, and you have a religious spirit on you. That's what that means. Most of the time, we want to make our own decisions, our own self-will, right? I want to do it my way. How about trying God's way? But unfortunately, God's way is not always the easy way. Matter of fact, it's the most difficult way, but it's the right way. Sometimes as a Christian, God doesn't always make it with a sin issue to deal with us, Many times it's an issue of the heart. Everybody take a look at your heart. Take a look at your heart right now. Today when you go home, tonight, early in the morning, take a look inside your heart. Ask the Lord, what is any kind of wicked way in me, God? What are you displeased with? He will answer that prayer if you're sincere. Jeremiah 17, 9 and 10 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. What is your fruit? What is your fruit? 
You know, one thing about the school of the prophets, I make them practice the fruit of the Spirit before we get to the gifts. God says, he doesn't say they're going to know you by your gifts. He says they're going to know you by your fruit. Do you have fruit? Is it, ple- is it pleasant to the eyes? Is it pleasant to be around? What are you? <laughs> Some we're still working on, right? What is your, what is your fruit? Love, joy, peace. I'll have love. Well, try to do a lesson. Write me a one-page letter on love, and let's see how you do. That is the hardest one. Oh, yeah, I have love for one another. Really? Okay, let's do a test. Go and do no more than one page about love. And then I get one or two sentences. Nope. Give me a... At least a paragraph. Ten sentences about love. About God's love. How you portray God's love. Try it. See how well you do. You'll begin to find out, wow, I'm lacking on that one. Gentleness, I'm lacking on that one. Um, Temperance, whoops, I'm lacking on that one. Meekness, whoop, there it is. There it is. The heart is deceitful. So find out what your fruits are before you get into the gifts of the Spirit, before you can lay hands on the sick and see them healed. You better have the love of Jesus Christ for them. You know, when Jesus comes in, he's not coming in because those that look good or those that um, already serve him and know him, he's coming in to change us that know him. But he's also coming to the sinner. We're all sinners, right? We're all sinners. He's coming to change us. He's coming to um, make our hearts changed. I mean, the closer I get to know Jesus, the more I know there's wickedness in my heart. And the more he holds me accountable. Some worship the creation more than the creator. Than the ball worshipers. Now, some of you say, well, you know, okay, if I get into this warfare... And if I let go of some of these things, and since I'm in such a warfare, and this has is, this is happened to people, you know, asked me these kind of questions before. Well, what's going to happen to my family if I engage in spiritual warfare? Will I lose them? Is it going to affect them? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I say don't call on the warring angels unless you are prepared. Don't call on them because it wreaks havoc in the spirit realm. And it will come down and it will affect you. And your family. But does God say, I don't want you to be in spiritual warfare? He wants us to be joining in the battle. He's going to win. He's going to guide and direct us. But he says, I'm using you as willing vessels to go forward. Amen. So will I lose them? Will they go through hard times if I turn them over to the Lord? Some people, I'm just going to keep praying for them. And I'll say, turn them over to God. Turn them over to God. When my children were little, I'm like, okay, I've done all I can do. I'm turning you over to God. No, Mom, no. They know. Right? They know. If you turn me over to God, then I mean, I'm really going to get slapped. No, God. Okay. Okay, Mom. I'll, I'll straighten up. Remember those days, Leslie? Although you were pretty good. Perfect. It was your brothers. <laughs> I don't want to have to go through a hard time just so my family can be saved. Oh, my goodness. Lord Jesus, forgive us. Forgive us. He died on the cross to save them. You know, I had an email recently, and this person wanted me to 
to pray because her, her sister was taken too early. And she wanted me to pray and ask why was she taken so early. And will I still pray for her that's, that's dead and gone? And I said, I don't know if you've been, I left her a message. I said, I don't know if you're, if you're coming from a Catholic background. I don't know, you know, your background. I don't know who you are. But I'm just saying it's too late to pray for her. It's too late to pray for her. You said that she was a Christian, so you have to trust and believe that she's in heaven. Yes, there are times that lives are taken early. It happens. So you have to let it go. Right now, you have to let the grieving process take place. You have to let the Holy Spirit, call on the Holy Spirit to comfort you. But now it's not the time to wait till they die and go, oh, no, where are they? Will you pray for them? Can't do it now. So you better do it now. You better do the warfare now. I heard of someone who got involved in spiritual warfare and they went bankrupt. Could this happen to me? Could. But I trust my God that he's going to supply everything he's going to supply. But it doesn't matter. if he's, As long as he is with you, you will be victorious. Can I hear an amen in here? Anybody going to sleep? They are going. <laughs> are you easily distracted? This is another enemy. Distraction. Now take that knife, the end of the knife. Not a plastic knife. I mean a hard one. <laughs> Our focus must be on receiving a breakthrough and not allowing distractions to keep us from doing what the Lord tells us to do. I mean, we women especially, that especially happens to us. The distractions come in. Oh, yeah, I got to do this and I got to do that. And, and then I'll get to it. I got to go fold those clothes and then I'll get to it. I got to do this and that and then I'm too tired. Lord, I'm going to go to bed. I guess I'll get up in the middle of the night. Wake me up. He wakes me up. Don't get up because I'm too tired because everything else I had to do. Have the distractions and we go through the whole thing again. So now, are you too busy? Are you too busy? That is an enemy that we face. Got to make more money, right? I got to do this. I got to do that. Too busy. So what happens is you get into this pressure cooker. That stress comes in. So we're too busy to pray. We're too busy to get his word. Have you ever felt like you've been walked on? Yeah. Have you ever felt like there's so much pressure in your life you just can't do anymore? Now watch this cat. He like knocks him down. He was like, this is my stress. Get out of there. Knock. He's like, okay, fine. This, this, this other one's curious about his pressure. What kind of pressure do you have? Anybody want to see it? It's like he's like, no, I want to see my pressure. Do you really? Or do you want to ask the Lord to remove it? We must hear and obey the voice of the Lord to experience a breakthrough. So again, the question is, are you just going to run from that hard situation or do you want to change it? Who wants to change it today? Why do I have you raise your hand? Why do I have you raise your hand? Acknowledge it. Agree. Say, Lord, use me. I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you change me. Amen. Amen. Now, the sixth one is self-pity. Self-pity makes me want to vomit on them. Oh, goodness, Leslie. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Be gentle. No. Self-pity is horrible. People get into self-pity, and they call you over and over and over and over and over again with the same message. 
How many of you minister to people every day? You can almost count on what time they're going to call. They're going to say, and it's always the same thing. And then you give them wise counsel, what they need to do. But guess what? They don't want to hear it. Okay, yes, that sounds great. Yes, that sounds great. And a couple days later, okay, here's the call again. I mean, the same thing over and over and over again. It's nothing but being self-centered. I had this not just once, but I'll give you a story. It happened once that this lady... A couple of years, I thought I was being a good minister. I mean, I was newly baptized in the Holy Spirit, and I thought, you know, I'm going to speak to this woman. I'm going to speak in her life. I'm going to help her. And she'd call about three to four times a week. I knew when she was going to call, and she called, and it was the same story every time she called. And every night I'd go, and I'd ask, Lord, give me some wisdom to speak to her. Give, you know, give me the word of the Lord so I could speak to her. Let me just minister to her today. I just love her so much. Let me help her today. I know, Lord, that she's going to hear the word of the Lord. She's going to change. She's going to do that wise counsel. Nope, for two years, over two years, every day, or at least three times, three to four times a week, on and on and on. Same story, same story, same story, same story. My husband left me. It's been 30 years. But yeah, but he left me. It's been 30 years. But my husband left me. It's been 30 years. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go and move on with your life. Yeah, but he took some money. Let it go and go get a job. Oh, my goodness. Over and over and over again. So I was getting tired of it. I was young in the Lord. I said, God, I I need to know what do you want me to say to her? I know she's calling tomorrow. I know she is. And I saw the time, 9.02. It was in the a.m., and I knew she was going to call at 9.02. Seriously, this happened. Knew she was going to call at 9.02. I knew I was going to be ready. I said, okay, Lord, but what do you want me to tell her today? I want her to have that breakthrough. What do you want me to tell her today? I want you to tell her she's full of self-pity and she's self-centered. <laughs> oh, God. You don't know that person, obviously. My daughter, I want you to tell her she's full of self-pity and she's, she's doing things her own way, and she's self-centered. Oh, okay. At least I had the reverent fear of the Lord enough to say, okay. Well, we'll see how this goes. She'll take that, right? She'll take this godly counsel tomorrow. 9.02, I'm watching the phone. Sure enough, she calls. Same story. And this is about 20 seconds. I said, I need to interrupt you. I prayed, and she said, okay. I prayed and I asked the Lord if he had a message for you today. What would he want me to tell you today? <gasps> you did? Yeah, I sure did. I have a message from God for you today. <gasps> oh, okay, awesome. What is it? He said to tell you that you're full of self-pity and also you're self-centered. Clunk. No more calls. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm like. Lord, I told you she wouldn't receive it. I told you she wouldn't receive it. Is she not my friend anymore? Nope. Nope. We had the Prophecy Club in Topeka, Kansas. Billy's still there, by the way. Four years later, I just happened to be at the office. She drives up, comes in, comes in, and she says to me, Leslie, you remember that day? Hope she doesn't have a gun on her. I said, yes. 
You know what you told me? I said, yes. I said, you're full of self-pity, God says to tell you, and that, you're, that, you, are, that you are self-centered. She goes, I hated you for that. I didn't like you, but I'm telling you, it would not leave me. And I want you to know for the last couple of years, I have changed my life because of those words. I want you to know that I serve the Lord. I have a good job. I even have a new husband now because I let that old one go. And I just wanted to say, come here, because she was living in South, I mean, North Dakota. So I drove down here to tell you, to Topeka, Kansas, just to say thank you for being obedient and giving the word of the Lord. Give the Lord praise in here. Sometimes, sometimes those harsh messages will turn someone around. Sometimes these people think they're the only ones that have any problems. And they hang on to the troubles of the past and they don't let it go. If that's you, you need to let it go today. You can come up to the altar and say, I got to let this go. I got to forgive that person. I got to move on. I got to move on. Because murmuring and complaining, it stops the blessings of God. Everybody say that with me. Murmuring and complaining stops the blessings of God. Let's get it inside again two more times. Murmuring and complaining stops the blessing of God. Are you a murmurer? Everybody say murmurer. Murmurer. <laughs> murmur, 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 murmur. So murmuring and complaining, I love that word, don't you? I mean, I don't like it in me, but I just know, stop murmuring. Stop murmuring and complaining. It stops the blessings of God. It's easy to praise the Lord when things are going good, yeah, even though some forget to do it then. And then Psalms 34, 1 says, I will bless the Lord, what? At what? A-L-L. Short word, three letters, all. All times. That means good, the bad, the ugly. Amen? His praise shall be continually in my mouth. Where is the praise of the Lord in you? Is it continually in your mouth? (coughs) Are you praising him in all things? You're not praising him for the circumstances going on, but you're going to praise him because he who he is. You got to believe from the inside out because that's the key to getting the breakthrough. And when we believe and hear the word of the Lord, when we let it flow through us through this intercession, intercessions, proclamations, and declarations of decree, then we can see the fruit. And don't give up. Everybody say, I won't give up. I won't give up. Amen? Just do it. I wish Nike had never said that because it would have been my trademark. Just do it. Proclamation is something that's proclaimed and it's announced and it's officially giving notice. You give it now. Go home and give it now. Don't wait till somebody dies. Give that official notice now to the devil. You can't have them. Seasons change. We don't pray the same in all seasons. Do we know the farmers know that things can be that are different and done in different seasons? So it's important that we do the right thing in the proper season and pray the right way. In other words, when you make that declaration, make sure it's God's strategic moment. Make sure it's his strategic moment. When you get that inner prompting, you're driving down the road, that's an inner prompting, you say then. 
You don't say, okay, well, when I get home, I'll, I'll, I'll pray. I'll do that. Maybe someone's, uh, their name comes to your mind. Maybe you see a quick vision of them. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll call them. I wonder how they're doing. Then you never do. Or I'll, I'll, I'll pray for them. Or just maybe you don't even think to do that. But God has given you a strategic moment. So this is the key. We all have to sharpen our spiritual awareness so that we can have the eyes to see, the ears to hear, and the heart to understand what the Spirit is saying to us. Amen? It does take practice. It does take perseverance. And it takes to never give up. Never give up. Are you encouraged today? Are you going to walk out the doors the same? You going to walk out the word, the, the, out those doors the same? Are you going to walk out the, the doors the same? No. <laughs> Never give up. Persevere. Keep trying to reach, reach that hem of his garment. Keep on. Lord, my faith. My faith's going to make me whole or my family whole or whatever the need may be. Lord, let me touch it. Just real close. Well, I encourage those of you that are online to share this with all your friends. You can click on like and share, subscribe, and you can donate by clicking the link below. Also, you can click on the membership member form, and we ask that you fill that out and send it in. Also, you can donate. Again, donate. You know, this is a church that we like truth. We want things to be done by the spirit of truth. It's not always a well-received message, but I pray in the name of Jesus, it'll change everyone here. It'll change you that are watching online. God is a God that keeps changing us. He keeps changing us. We're not the same every day. We should be growing and maturing in God. If you can email us, let us know what you think about the messages. Contact spiritprophecychurch.com. Also, if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, now's your day. Now's your opportunity to say, Jesus, come into my heart. I want to serve you. Forgive me of my past sins. And start there. And then say, Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that you fill me with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Stir up those gifts that you've given to me. Stir them up. So I can feel you, Jesus. I can feel your presence. I can feel your anointing. And I start changing those things that are not pleasing to you. I can get rid of all that luggage, that's, that baggage that's so heavy, heavy on me. Hallelujah. God bless each of you. Jesus is the Lord of the breakthrough. And you are victorious. We just have to take the steps. God bless.